0: Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is
1: good. What is happening? Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where if wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. Bam I'm here. Uh, this week, we just talk uh, a little bit of Black Templars, a little bit of tournament stuff, a little bit of meta stuff, a little bit of train stuff. We just basically sit around and talk 40K. We uh, didn't come into it with a plan. It shows. It's still an enjoyable conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, Ben Spears over at Snarky Sayings has a list of all you Patreon folks, so he is getting hard together some awards to get out to you guys. You should see soon. And also, there's going to be a giveaway this month, so I'm going to announce that next week. And I'll be giving away a few things for every tier, and I'll let you guys know how that goes. So, without further ado, oh, I lied. One more thing. I will be doing a uh, breakdown of the New Orleans uh, Warhammer Open, and getting that out to uh, Patreon people first, and then I'll get it out to the Wild probably next week. Um, I'm going to work on doing that Saturday and get it up on Patreon for you guys, so you guys can enjoy that before the Unwashed Mass is due. So now, without further ado, here's the episode. Alright, another week, another episode. Last week, we did not get an episode in because I was down in the New Orleans... Uh, for the U.S. Open Warhammer tournaments, and uh, we're back this week. Uh, got some of the crew here. Man, might have to, might have to put out a casting call. We need a casting couch. Um, <laughs> but uh, got a uh, got Ben Sherwin. What's happening, Ben? Templar. And uh, and Dan motherfucking Salmons. What's up, Dan? Boop. Duncan uh, Duncan bitched out on us tonight, so actually I had someone down in new orleans tell me they're like here in duncan and i'm like yeah when he shows up on the episode he's uh, he's, he's getting ready. he's getting ready for tax season right now yeah it's it's tax season yeah, in, in tax october season. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so we've uh i guess we can uh, we can kind of start it off uh so ben can get his uh his masturbating out of the way um black templars all over the place man what's uh what's your hype level right now
0: my hype level is i've had a boner for four days so yeah.
1: I don't know if that's healthy, but we're here. Go see think a doctor. I think those pills say you're <laughs> supposed to see the doctor at this point, right?
0: Yeah, I asked Rut and Rut said I'm probably okay. Okay.
1: So
2: <laughs> Oh, that's good.
1: No, like uh I saw the one model that everybody's kinda given a hard time. The is it the Castellan or however you say it? That's me in power armor, baby. You couldn't yeah. ask for something better. I think it looks just like the old art, man, and I'm like, that thing is fucking dope. I don't care if it's primaris or not, so I uh, I think I'm gonna end up picking up a box set just to pick up a box set because the stuff looks super cool.
0: Uh, all the models are just fantastic, yeah. I think.
1: So I've been out of the loop. I've been uh, I've been a rambling man and traveling all over the place the uh, last month, and I'm, I'm kind of worn out. So I've been falling out of the loop as far as like Warhammer news and some of the other stuff. What have you have you guys seen anything cool rules wise from so far, or anything they talked about that dope or Really well the one up. thing that
0: they get is uh, it looks like they get their vows back and they get to do it at the beginning of the game after the mission briefing so it looks like it's customizable mm-hmm. match to match and the two that we've seen one of them's okay the other one's pretty good but overall i think it's gonna add a nice flavor that the other marines are gonna probably be jealous of yeah i like the fact there's a good
3: thing and a bad thing to them so
0: well, they used to be like that, too. Like, the old vows, they were like that.
3: Oh, were they? I yep. don't remember.
0: So, like, one of them used to be you couldn't fall back out of combat, too. I think that was the one where if you got shot and took a to casualty, you got to move forward, but you also couldn't fall back.
3: Yeah, my only questions are, is uh, do they keep uh, Devout Push like it is, or and do they keep their 5 up feeling of pain? That's my big, my big questions. Why did you like them if they didn't have those? <laughs> yeah, they, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even register on my radar if they didn't have those. So, yeah. But one of our one of our locals is is back to playing his Black Templars. He's all hyped up and he's running that stupid Terminator brick again. So,
0: <laughs> God, who came up with that Terminator? Yeah. Brick? What a jerk. I, en- I enjoyed not having to fight that thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, every time I play somebody who hasn't played that list, and they're just like, "Oh, ten Terminators!" Like the the level of disrespect that that unit gets. And the level of respect they have after the game is pretty astronomical. Yeah, he,
3: like, uh, oh, go ahead.
0: I was just, all I was going to say is like, uh, you know, as long as it's not like a top tier player, because most of them would see, like, okay, well, this is actually really hard to move <laughs> with a one up,
3: zero yeah. up and cover. Was it, he, he was playing on l- last week in the garage and he gets all excited because he rolled like a six inch advance on his advance. And then he, I think he rolled like, Maybe a boxcar charge, but he, they moved ridiculously far. But all he did is, is just yeet him into the middle of the other guy's army, basically. <laughs> and they, they just got gangbanged the next turn. So, ah, oh, like the just... terminators. Well, they don't have support. They were just gonna. Yeah, they they just they went they yolo too hard, they got too excited. So, well, I, uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be the better man and wish upon you guys a better Codex supplement than an index because that's not what happened with the space wolves, in my opinion. So. <laughs> Oh, dude,
0: you got it rough. Everybody yeah, no, it's,
1: knows. It's, there's good stuff in that book. I just, I just, it's weird that the, you know, in my opinion, my index had a lot more flexibility and flavorful ways to play that army than the actual codex that wound up dropping. And, you know, and, and I know I've, everybody that's listening to this podcast has heard, you know, a year and a half worth of salt on it now, but I would, I don't want to wish that on anybody else. So I'm going to wish that you get. Get all your little hearts' desires to go go crusade with that book. So it'd be it'd be dope uh, if you could finish out the season with them.
0: Uh, I want to. I want to. We'll so, see. If uh, I get, if For Cornhusker, at a, at
1: a... are they on for Cornhusker? No, no. Oh,
0: just
3: Tim's Tim's lame.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so... I t- even tried to pay Tim off.
3: Didn't work. Yeah. I even said I am I'm I think it's I think we should be able to use him.
1: Yeah. It's it's not I don't know it's a GT but like it's not the biggest GT so you might as well just throw it in there and see what happens it's kind of my I mean we ran a GT the day ninth edition dropped and managed to do it all right so you guys were there yeah Uh, (laughs) one year at Renegade I let the new Eldar
0: Codex through oh but but um, like it dropped the like the day before the GT but I like put out a poll and I was like all right, guys, you want me to run this? And if so, all rules disputes are subject to my ruling. You know, so wasn't yeah, the fair. greatest idea.
1: <laughs> that's fair. So I guess uh, we'll go through a little bit tonight. Uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, ITC standings because people are starting to get mindful of them because the, the ITC season is running down to an end here in a couple months. And uh, Lord Marshall, we're still on hiatus, so there's not a lot of Lord Marshall news. Uh, the season kicks off in what, uh, two weekends? Yeah, uh, two weekends from this weekend, yeah. Yeah, so towards the towards the end of October, uh, Cornhusker GT up in Omaha. It's uh, ran by the Bug Eater crew. Dan, are you playing or are you judging? Uh, I'm playing in this, and I'm judging Bug Eater next year. Okay. So uh, the Omaha guys put on a good tournament. So if you're looking for uh, – some early Lord Marshall GT points or just uh, some ITC GT points at all. Uh, get a go to the bug eater website and, and get you a ticket for the corn Husker. So are you going, Ben?
0: As of right now. Yep. Okay.
1: So I, uh, I might try and work my way into the, the games workshop, Austin event. Cause uh, if I go to it, I get some, I get, got a free place to stay. Did you put yourself on the wait list? I did put myself on the wait list. So yeah, I'm on the wait list, but I that's the only GB
3: event that's full. And I have a feeling it's that one's gonna actually stay full.
2: Yeah. And,
0: that's because it's in Texas, right? Texas. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I uh you know, New Orleans wasn't bad. New Orleans wasn't bad. I'll give a I'll give a full review outside of this episode. Uh, because there's a lot of people I need to probably address or say, you know, give some thanks to. But uh, overall it wound up being a good trip, a good event. Uh, you know, I, I always do this thing where I tell myself that I'm going to take Space holes and have a good time. And I think going five and three with them wasn't bad, wasn't the worst. It was respectable showing. And that was a five and three where I went second in seven games. So I did not have any kind of Dan Salmon's luck. <laughs> I, I didn't go first in a game until uh, game six at the end of day two. I got to go. I got to go first, and uh, by then it was uh, it was a little too late because I already had two losses under the belt. But the the one big one that I was pretty proud of was you know I got the uh, I got lined up with ADMEC round three, and I went second, and I still managed to win that game. So you know ADMEC's a pretty crap matchup for Space Wolves, but I do think there was a little bit of piloting error on the, the AdMix side of the house. But that army was vastly superior to mine in a lot of different ways, and I still managed to pull off the W, so I was pretty happy with that.
2: Nice. And, yeah, so...
1: But they ran a good tournament. I mean, it was some cool stuff. They basically set up, uh, you know, a miniature Games Workshop store. Uh, there was a bunch of Forge World stuff in there. And I've been... You know, I don't know if it's going to be viable or not, but, like, I'm kind of... I don't know if you guys go through some hobby burnout sometimes, but like, I'm tired of painting space wolves. You know, I've, I've, I've got like five generations of, of space wolves painted since the nineties. And I, this latest one just kind of, for whatever reason, like I'm just done painting space wolves for a while. And, uh, I've always liked the idea of the, a lot of Eldar Wraith stuff. And so I picked up a forge world kit for the, uh, Oh, is it the Wraiths here? yeah uh, but the, the fourth race kit. here what's that
0: that's a pretty sweet kit actually
1: yeah so i, I snagged one of those out of their uh Fort world stuff that they had and then they also had some lord of the Rings stuff so i got the uh they had a whole bunch of uh clear like clear casted models that was a, a, a blister of all the ring bearers and uh if you guys are fans of lord of the rings or not i thought that was pretty solid so i snagged that because i don't have to paint those i can just base them and the ring bearers are supposed to be invisible when they wear the one ring. So, uh, and then I like it. Yeah. It was was a good time. It was a good trip. Um, you know, Mike, Mike Brandt, you know, steered a pretty good tournament and, uh, Ryan Schwartz and the crew, they had good judges. Uh, Salty John was down there judging. Uh, he's who I wound up meeting at the airport. Not meeting, but we ran into each other at the airport and hung out waiting on shuttles and got to the hotel and slept together. And, and uh, Salty John is a, I think he's a pretty cool dude. So he's, he's a bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like you. I like you. I think he's all right. So, but I'll, I'll get in depth away from it. So that was my big thing. And uh, I was pretty, pretty happy to get to do that. But man, am I fucking tired of traveling. So. I'm probably gonna stick around the house for a couple weekends, <laughs> but that's it for me as far as gaming stuff is concerned. And I think I got an RTT next month. I think I'm hitting midmo. Um, Renegade. Uh, if if I do Austin, I can't do Renegade. So, um, and the difference between Austin and Renegade is, if I do Austin, I got a free place to stay. If I if I do Renegade, I gotta pay for a hotel. And what? if I do Austin, the, the potential heck? for Lauren to go with Laura to go with me, do you, Laura, I gotta to go pay
0: me. for a hotel. What the fuck?
1: We don't What's sleep. going to sleep at the Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
0: they sleep in our room, so you'd have to be on our bed too. That's that's fine. Way.
1: That's fine. <laughs> you can be the big spoon. I don't care. It's bam. So.
0: My wife's sitting next to me. She's looking at me like, "What the fuck." <laughs>
1: Dan yeah, wants to do a three-way. Yeah, tell him I'm thick with two C's. <laughs> he
0: says he's thick with two C's. <laughs> She's
2: laughing right now. So that's uh...
1: Dan. What are you up to
3: lately? What have you been doing? Uh, have been working a lot, trying to get some pain down the, trying to knock out my works. But are
1: you staying on the orc train, or are you you jumping off?
3: Uh, I'm. I've been. I've been trying to come up. Um, with just Imperium lists, but. It's just, with every new book that comes out, it gets harder and harder.
1: I heard a so, dirty little rumor involving AdMech with you, man. Uh, the, the,
3: I'm, if I want an Imperium <laughs> score, the best, I mean, the easiest Imperium score right now is AdMech and a an Knight. So, I Wait, might do. you might? Uh, it depends. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do. I can't write a, I want too much stuff in my AdMech list. I, <laughs> you I, I, motherfucker, <laughs> you can't be serious right now. Huh? This that you had against me playing AdMech,
0: and here you are, the Pat Kellen the kettle black, you motherfucker!
3: My the only reason I play him is to get an imperium score. So if I do LBO, then I could have a fourth score, but because I only have two right now. But otherwise, I probably stick with the orcs. I've been trying. God, dude, I, I played. I cookie played Ben's Grey Knight list last weekend as we were just doing a, a test to see how it did versus the orcs. So it was. What do you better. think? Uh, it was very bloody. I think I ended up winning, but it was it was very bloody. And Cookie, we definitely we still learning the Grey Knight list. So,
1: yeah, I played a, I stuff, played a rip uh... off of uh, I played a rip off of your Orc list with my mm-hmm. rip off of Ben's Grey Knights list, and uh, I've done all right. But uh, I can see how that battle could go either way. Well, like turn one, I think
3: got because he he kind of he did uh tide of shadows. Yep. Is that what it is. He yep. did Tide to shadows, and then he, most of his shit was off. Like all of his little stuff was off the board. I don't remember. I think I killed like a server on turn one. <laughs> like I, I did almost nothing on turn one, uh, but I think I put a little bit of damage on a on a uh, a, a dude. But it was uh, it was definitely a weird game because stuff was not dying as fast as it normally is. So
0: that's kind of like what Root and I came to the conclusion of that. it's like. Uh... The, these two lists just don't do a whole lot to each other. Turn one,
3: yeah. It was a very that's what it was a very weird. It, it was a weird game because I try to I put the Squigasaur back in, but mm-hmm. he's not a while we stand in this list, so he can actually go up and do things. So he ended up uh, doing some good work, killing a baby carrier. Um, but yeah, it was a weird game. Like just the we, we might test it again when he actually knows what the fuck he's doing. So. <laughs> Cause he was it, the, he was the psychic power who was having what was fucking him up a little bit yeah. I think.
1: there's a there's a learning curve with that list it's not plug and play but once you get it down it's pretty dope I mean yeah. it's just it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah. uh,
3: well, he did the, it, the, the most tilting thing about it is he can sit back and he was doing I don't know if he did I think he did raise the banners and then he did the psychic power one. Uh, where you cast the thing, so like he literally could just sit on his side of the board and, and max his secondaries if you if that's what he was kind of trying to do. So it's uh having that ability is pretty damn strong, agreed. Yeah, but at least yeah. playing that game made us because we were we were sitting there. I, I didn't now that I we played it, I, I better understand how you killed like Tim's Castellan as quick as you did. I didn't realize how the psychic powers and the strats for sword bearers or sword brethren. Yeah, so our bears, the,
2: sword uh,
0: bearers.
2: Yeah. The, that's
1: the fuck up the vehicles brotherhood. Well,
3: and we were, <laughs> and I, even afterwards the game, I think I messaged Ben, and I was like, why the hell are these inceptors in in this detachment? And he's like, oh, they're the ones that do the psychic powers. And I was like, oh, okay, now we get it, because we were, we we're just like, these why are these in here? This doesn't make any sense, but there's one of those right because they're like way killier with Prescient Brotherhood. Yeah, exactly. That's we the whole game. We we're like, this doesn't make st-. we just were very confused for a minute there, then as soon as, as soon as we played it and talked to you like, okay, oh makes sense now. So yeah, so the dreadnights don't have to engage at all, they can just sit back. Yeah, so so Ben Ben does have an alpha sitting list. on
1: twos is pretty damn dope too with tech reigns. Yeah.
3: Well, god dude, he's uh the super Knight guy was a bitch slapping megatracks pretty hard Jesus
1: or uh Uh, that was John John Cena Cena? (laughs) Cena. well
3: (laughs) the funny part about it is 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 he uh was killing stuff too effectively that he was you know killing buggies that he was going to try to charge into the unit so (laughs) he was he was like oh I just want to peel off a couple wounds and he'd have like uh six of the side hits six wounds six go through I'm like well it's a dead buggy so now your charge is five inches longer
1: One of my, I don't know, one of the things I like to do with the Interceptors, though, is do the, uh, you know, either either gate them somewhere or teleport them somewhere and then do the shoot and move psychic power, you know, because someone will put some dumb chafe on a fucking objective and, you know, you teleport nine inches away, shoot whatever's on the objective off the objective, and then move on to it, you know, it's Uh like, oh, sorry, what? Can't do that. Can't do that anymore? Nope. Was I messing up? Was I wrong? Yep. What, what can't you I'm, do?
0: I'm pretty sure you can't gate and then move again. Like it counts as like coming from reserve.
1: But you can teleport. Huh. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like when I, you come when you we, when you come out of strategic reserve, you know, you can't warp time yourself. Right. It's the same thing. But I if think. the unit
1: if the unit hasn't moved and it started at the turn on the on the on the board. Uh
0: you could, I don't know. know. I think you can then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Like, if you, if you gate them or teleport them and then shoot okay. and move in the psychic uh, phase, might have to have a Q.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if, you, if you deep strike maybe, them. maybe my trick was cheating. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that was one thing, too, that was... It's one of the reasons, like, again, sometimes you need to play the games to fully appreciate it. Yeah. But I think on Cookies, Cookies turn one... I think he went first that, yeah, he went first because he wanted to go second, but he went first. He shot up a plane and got it down to its bottom tier. So on my turn, I moved the plane up to zone out, basically to try to, to zone him out from being able to de- teleport anywhere. But then on his turn, he goes and he just smites and kills the plane. And now it's like, oh, I, I, I got a double screen. I can't just screen with something weak. That way, he killed the plane and he could just teleport into the spot the plane used to be protecting. So there's
1: i I think that book because of all the moving pieces and the you know the 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 certain types of units only being able to cast certain types of powers and not having an idea what the brotherhoods did in combination with those those units and those specific powers a lot of people kind of slept on that book i know our local guys were like all over the thousand suns like everybody wanted to run thousand suns thousand suns was awesome Thousand Suns this thousand suns that and then, like gray knights, once everything started finally hitting the table, we're like shitting on some of those lists sometimes.
3: Gray knights are—they're they, they, like one of those armies that I think I feel like it's more so than they can punish people for their mistakes harder than a lot of other people. I think. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> you mean the gray knight player making the mistakes, or oh, other people? Other like, people, uh, like if you okay.
3: like, like if you like, for me, if I didn't, uh, you know, if I didn't doubles, if I didn't zone out correctly, and which I almost didn't. It took my movement phase. If it was on a clock, I'd have been in trouble. Uh, But because you know, get to zone out and oh, I got a I got a two wound plane. I can't use that to zone out though because it's gonna die and he's gonna teleport in there. You know, there's just a lot of a lot of things being able to teleport every turn of the game. Basically, like they just they got a lot of options and a lot of ways to potentially punish people. Some of it could be a little risky, raw dog, and trying to go for nine inch charges a lot, but. If any of those connect, it could just be like the stupid uh what's the relic to be able to teleport when you're targeted?
0: Uh Sigil of Exigence.
3: Yeah, like that thing, that thing was a headache to just get rid of that because I was like, <laughs> I need to get rid of it. So and and we were we were going back and forth over where he would teleport to, and I was like, I just I can't risk it. So I had to like move a plane up to screen out just to stop that thing from from getting into a spot to get in my backfield on
1: turn two. So and there's there's kind of a mind game with that too, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can just act pretty fearless with him for a while. And some of the, and then he's pretty tanky with the two up, four up. So you can kind of eat a little bit before you decide. You know, if you want to, if you want to bounce him out of there,
3: he's real but. tanky in shadow
1: too. Yep. With a one up, yeah, one up, three up or whatever it was. <laughs> I uh, at one point in time I wasn't big on changing tides. Uh, I stayed in the tide of exigence, and then. uh I was like, you know what? Like a couple of games I started out in Tide of Shadows and it actually did pretty well for me. Um, like the game I played, the Atreus against uh, Reinhardt. Like the Tide of Shadows saved my ass because it just a lot of shooting to go second. So
0: pretty much every time I go second, I'm Tide of Shadows. Yeah. And
2: then,
1: uh, you got warp shaping on the on the tech marine. to Change it back whenever you you're ready for something else. So
0: yeah, I actually changed it so it's on both tech marines in case one gets jacked. Because I definitely left my one guy out and got jacked. And <laughs> granted, I was already in the tide I needed, but I thought about it. I'm like, what if I needed to change tides here? I'd be screwed. I just let him die.
2: <laughs> yep. Did Dilly hop on? Is that Dilly? Yeah, I'm here. What's <laughs> What's your video. I'm... I
1: can't see your sexy ass face,
2: man. Oh, it's. I have no clue where my camera's at right now. So. Oh. <laughs>
1: That means he's masturbating.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he was masturbating with the camera in the room, so Yeah. We well, well
2: I was I was camming, so Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't cam in my room. I have to cam you know, in the living room, whatever. How's uh how's rugby van? It's good. Uh what are we? We're two and right now, so whatever game we played, got another game this weekend. Gotta keep it rolling. Nice. You gotta come back to forty K anytime soon? Yeah, I'm gonna go Doing to Cornhusker. Yeah. Okay, So going there. I've got some some games lining up right now, so I'm gonna be prepping for Cornhusker here next couple weeks. I'll
3: nice. send him a message to post up scenarios and stuff because I have no idea.
1: You, uh, Dan, you going down the Holton this weekend?
3: No, I'm uh, saving the brownie points because I'm right now. I'm signed up for. Cornhusker, and then two weeks after that, Midmo, and then two weeks after that, uh, Renegade. That's what okay. my plan is. So,
1: I got, I got to save the brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, I, I, got, I got way off track. I think we're going to talk a little bit about some of my TC points and standings. Uh, Dan, you want to steer that a little bit? or uh,
3: No, just kind of building on... I don't know if we talked about it last time or not, but there were some posts about, you know, like the London Grand Tournament 600 person five round event with a cut at the top four cut over in England, like two weeks ago, how like the top, whatever the top, uh, in 50 or 70 people is what it was. Uh, we're getting over 200 ITC points here. I was ridiculous right Right now. I'm scrolling, scrolling the top 94. So the top 94 people, at the London GT which had you know it was a good 600 person tournament but the top 90 94 out of 598 got over 200 ITC points Oh, I and defeated sort of uh, that i mean they're they're they don't even go there that that whole <laughs> that uh, but but you know a normal like a a 60 some person GT or major awards a little over 200 points. So there was a conversation on Reddit about uh just the ITC points skewing you know in the, the and they changed it in the past but now we're back to the super majors we're back to a ton of super majors and something that uh, I don't know if we talked about here but I've been saying for a long time is that if you want to you know if you want to do well in the ITC you just go to uh all these super majors popping up and we have a great example now, uh, one of the Art of War persons, Jack Harpster. He's ranked third in the ITC right now uh, without winning an event. But Not even an RTT. Have- no, he, he, he was on the winning team for the Vegas team tournament, but that's his fifth best score. But everything else, he went to two of the FLG super majors and went to the two GW super majors. Uh, a fourth place, 11th, sixth, 10th place. And so just, just doing well, you know, being a a decent player and doing well in the, in the super majors and you're ranked third
1: in the world right now. Yeah. He was doing pretty well at New Orleans. I think, I don't know what he ended up placing, but I don't know either. He got top eight. Did he? Yeah.
0: He hit uh Kelling and folded though. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He
3: was sixth. So yeah. Sixth. But I, I and you know I don't know I don't I don't think you should be getting be able to just attend super majors and just go X and one or whatever and, and be a be that highly ranked in my opinion. But
2: how do you think they should change it? Just like limit it to like you only get one or two, you know, super major scores that count. Or
3: I there's a there's a ton of different ways you could do it, but. An ELO type system is probably how you should fix it, but I don't fully
1: expect that to happen. So Yeah, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen because if you if you think about it it's encouraging all these dudes to uh, attend the Super Majors. It's oh
3: for sure. Well I mean and, and like right there, Jack Harpster, I I think he's in the is he in the house with those guys or is he in the nope. same area? Same area, so- yeah. He doesn't live in the house, I don't think. But I mean, not that I actually know, but I, yeah, I don't know either, but you know, all he has score wise is, is super majors basically. And then I think one GT in the team tournament or something like that. So, you know, there's already for, if you want to do well in the ITC, just save your, save your time and just do those events. There's no reason to go to a, you know, there'd be no reason to go to a corn Husker or a bug eater or anything like that. So it's a, well,
0: and, you know, my position on it is it's pretty similar to yours. You know, this year I've taken 200 person tournaments and this dude's an, ahead of me who hasn't won a thing. You know what I mean? Well, like
3: really? I've won two majors and Roots won like four GTs and he's behind him, too. It's, I was it, looking at this, trying to figure out where the highest ranked person was that hasn't attended a super major. And I think it's Root, who's in 13th place. I'm in 16th right now but looks like a root. he's in 13th place. He has won four GT two G uh, two GT major plus events, four of them first place. And then he has a fifth place at the team tournament. And then he had a second place at another small GT, but so he's got five good scores, including four wins and he's 13th place right now. And 13th place is he is pretty significantly behind Uh, He is at 1,216 points, so he is 82 points behind uh, Harpster in third, so that's a pretty significant, uh, yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I don't expect ITC to change it. Uh, If I was them, I
1: wouldn't, so, but. What you got going on over there, Ben? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I saw your wife next to you. Was was a hand slipping down there at some point in time? Or
0: uh no, my daughter sat next to me too, and they started okay. having a discussion. All good.
3: So but anyway, I just I think the internet's gonna it'll be fun when they when Reddit figures that one out after all they're bitching about the
1: LGT. So yeah, it's it'll be an to see it's always a work in progress. I do think for uh I don't know, man. I almost think for I heard someone, I guess I want to pass this thought by you guys and see what you think about it. But when I was walking out of the New Orleans Open, I heard someone actually say something. And then when I was out in the lobby waiting on a ride, I heard somebody say it again from a different crowd. But uh, someone said something about, we need a pro division. And I was like, huh, that's an interesting thought. You know, that because if if guys are going to go just clean tournaments all the time and all they do is 40K for a living, you know, does does forty k need a pro division? Do you th- do you think there'd be enough people to populate the tournament if we did that, or would you just run like you know an eight eight, bra- eight man or a sixteen man gimmick, you know, and just do like imitationals of some of the best of the best? And, well,
2: and didn't they try that other? last year or two yeah. years ago or three years ago? Their whole pro tabletop thing, and it was like their Warzone Atlanta, but as pro tabletop or something like that. Yeah, that was a lot of
1: folks invited to that, though I thought. And you can buy tickets to it if remembered, right? Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't help when you have somebody like Richard Seeger playing the most broken book
1: in the game currently. You know, yeah. so, what was the what was the top finishes for armies? I never did go back and look. Was it just Jukari and Admit.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was Jukari and Admit in the final game, but I mean, it was a good spread. But that that format is uh, the way that GW does that. It doesn't actually. In my opinion, it's kind of skewy, and and you know how it presents the final rankings. So,
1: you talking about the pod system? Or are you talking?
3: I'm talking about the pod system because you know when it's 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 totally feasible for somebody who doesn't you know is not that great of a player to to get four good matchups, uh, or and, and then get in the top ranked pod when realistically they probably shouldn't be there with with that army for example or whatever you want to call it so but i you know and and then i also think and i I think a good a good example a good a kind of example of this is siegler's list with the planes like the admic planes work very well like in general those planes are under costed in your average 40k tournament with normal terrain um, on GW train, with how GW train skews the meta, those admec planes are even more undercosted.
1: Yes. So my thoughts on that, I really don't want to get too much into it because, like I said, I was going to try and do a separate episode yeah. on that. Uh, but the the I don't know if you saw there were two setups that we ran. There was one one day with the same amount of stuff on day two. But they basically had like the negative one to hit stuff on the outlying lanes of the, the table and then ruins in the middle. And one of them was kind of Hogan's Alley. You know, there was kind of like a straight shot down the middle if you wanted it, which it wasn't bad. It was playable. There was enough ruins that you could protect your stuff. All the first floor was line of sight blocking. They told us if there was a first floor, just assume it blocks line of sight, which I'm for. You know, I think armies need infantry to hold down objectives and stay alive. And that's, the, I, I'm okay with that. The the issue that I ran into, um, I did not run into Ad flyers, but I ran into Orc flyers. Flyers. I played Orcs for two rounds. I won one. I lost one. And the problem with the Orc flyers or flyers in general that are decent and efficient for the points, um, Ad Mech included, is when you have such a big footprint for a ruin. You know, when it's like a I don't know a fourteen by fourteen or a twelve by twelve, whatever the 12 measurement it was. You know, all that plane has to do is move across the board and touch that ruin and you can see everything in the backfield and you can see everything behind the wall. You can see everything on the, the clear plexiglass thing. And while I think they did a good job on their terrain, it was nice. It looked really good. And I liked their system. You know, most games it was perfectly great for what we were doing. You know, like I played another space Marine player and we both used the train to our advantage in a lot of instances, and it came into account. You know, we had some negative one to shoot shooting lanes. You know, we are able to hide behind ruins. We are able to go take objectives, you know, based on what we are obscured with. But when you play those flyers with all the shots and all the shooting, and all they have to do is go first, move across the board, touch a ruin, and they can get anything in the back of your deployment zone, you know, it's kind of a tough way to play the game. And that was my one complaint. I think if I had it about the train was um, with the, with the cheap Admic flyers, with the cheap Orc flyers, I think it's a little bit too beneficial to them, especially as they sit in the meta right now. And and I don't know if that's where you're going, Dan, or what you were thinking, but that was my, my takeaways from the, from the event and terrain.
3: See Orc flyers whenever I, whenever I play them, I, if somebody doesn't target my flyers, there's going to be some of them flying off the board because I just, they don't, they're not as maneuverable ones, but Admic ones, I mean, you can virtually put those anywhere on the table every single turn with how they move, you know, like Admic ones. I mean, Admic ones are crazy. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and Orc ones, you know, a good example, it is, it is a uh, light cover, but depending on what you're, depending on the thing and people are, People are starting to get more wise to how to counter freebooters. Like, hey, put your small units in reserve. You know, put your tough shit in cover. You know, the killing power of the orc list, or are you T seven? Like, uh, Docker jets running running up there and trying to shoot like a T seven not is not that great. Um, where so I think I think the orc stuff isn't as as good, but the but the the admix shit and that and that board is they're obnoxious ins-
0: you can say it it's obnoxious
3: i mean they're just ins- uh, insane like i would say in- uh, normally they're like 40 points under costed but when- on the gw train with the armies that people are bringing in that gw train they're like 60 points under costed for how fucking good they are i think so but i don't know i look at was it lenin's list was it all melee black templar list like that, would that list would never work outside of GW
1: train? So, yeah, I heard him one round say, like, I was a table away and I heard a devout push. I was like, What? And uh, mm. I was like, Man, as, as I was surprised, he's playing Black Templars, but bitch can't pilot him like me. Yeah, he wound <laughs> up in the same pod I was in. So, I think he took our pod, though, he didn't wind up taking our pod. But yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear him playing the Black Templars. Uh, well, that's uh, we could probably call her a night there for now. Um, you guys got anything
2: else to add, Dilly? Uh, why to me first? No, um, because you yeah, ain't said
0: shit. that's why <laughs> <laughs> you guys are
2: talking, yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I got is New Year's knockout getting that thing closer, closer, you know, to set up or anything like that. I think it's for sale shows. anywhere yet. Yeah, there's a whole link through. It's not through BCP. It's through like Eventbrite. But the both Facebook pages, the Geekery and the uh, Near Knockout page, have links to them. So I think you already have a ticket, though. You should be good. I did buy a ticket, didn't I? Yeah, you did. But he's uh... you're oh, good. Uh... There's like 12 or 13 people already signed up. We're probably keeping around 35 ish. 36 ish, I think, is what I'm going for, just because you know Geekery's not a giant store.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that event because one, there's no colon
2: burns this year. <laughs>
1: and uh two, I'm hoping not to get uh, a snow plow again. So
3: if it snows, just don't go.
1: If, yeah, if it doesn't snow, I might just stay. If it snows, I'm just staying the fuck home. Yeah, so. there you go. I got jeep though, man. Jeep should be fun in the snow. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, it's but it's you got hit last time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so driving a jeep doesn't do much for you there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very true. Good point. Yeah. Jeep might be able to go over the curb though. Uh. Yeah. Bennie getting dad?
0: No nah, man, just uh I'm permanently erect from the Templar release. Yeah. So if if I don't respond to you in the next couple of days, you know why?
3: Yeah. Are they are we going to get Are they going to get they, I bet they're not sending out I bet we're not going to get a preview tomorrow, are we? Or on Sunday, Saturday. Probably not, because yeah. we didn't get one with the Orc book. And yeah. it's it's coming out in
0: the
1: box, isn't it? Well, I've yeah. already paid for my order, so it's it's hopefully on the way. So I'll let you guys know when I get it. Word. Dan, you got anything else? No. Nope, nope, nope. All right, tickets for Cornhusker are still available. Um, yep. It is the opening event for the Lord Marshall season. So if you're wanting to get... Uh, Get an early jump on the opposition to competing for the Lord Marshall. Um, I talked to Jason Horn a little bit today, and uh, we'll get into some more Marshall business next week. But there's some cool things planned for uh, for the next season that that you guys will probably be pretty tickled about. So I think you guys will like, especially top tier guys. Uh,
3: and it's well, we got we got uh, three kind of not back to back, but close to it because is early November, and then. It's Cornhusker. Then two weeks later, Midmo. Two weeks later, Renegade. Yeah,
1: and also I think the Denver guys are throwing a uh, something a November event, early October event.
3: Between, I think the weekend between Midmo and Renegade, they're doing yeah. theirs.
2: They haven't so, posted it up yet. I don't know. Uh, wasn't it? I think it was. I but think I Colin put uh, was he what's... put something in the chat, but I don't see it as like an actual event posted yeah. up. Oh. Yeah,
1: we're, we're getting fired up already, man. So we'll be ready to go. But All right, guys. Uh, go check out Ben at Advanced Warfare. See what he's up to.
2: Wait, real quick. Dan, why are you asking to borrow Scott's Admech for Quintus? Oh! Because
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> I have two good Imperium scores, so I just want to get a third good Imperium score, potentially. Oh,
2: okay, okay. So you just want to borrow some Admech. You don't want to play it. In- no, I just
3: want to <laughs> have, if I do LVO... I want to have the option to try to do something for best
1: Imperium, mm-hmm. rather than only have Bitch. Well, if so, he's yeah. if he's
2: using them, you can always use mine too. I don't think I'm bringing them up. So, what are
1: you gonna pray, Jakari? Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> dirty elves. <laughs> Now you missed it, it earlier, Sean. Ben and I kind of roasted Dan yeah. a little bit for that. Well,
3: I've literally been trying to think of Imperium. Even ask Cookie. I'm like, what's a good Imperium list now? And everything I come up with, I'm like, nah, this shit,
1: this shit. What about your sisters, man. Would you would you ban the sisters? For? But
3: you gotta but you gotta pair them with something. So what what the hell you pair them with? That's the problem.
2: Yeah, I pair them with pair them with uh, just play all the Killy Killy characters, right? The uh, uh, Mortal. I just do.
0: I got it, Sam. What? You're gonna take salamanders and you're gonna charge out of impulsors. That's how you're gonna win with the drop pod uh, what
1: do pods. I gotta D- David has actually earned a couple months of me not giving him shit, dude. He uh he hooked me up in New Orleans, so I gotta give that dude a little bit of props.
3: He did fairly well there, I think, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. Was he in the top he was in the top brackets? I think yeah, he
1: made the top sixteen, so yeah. um, that list was weird. But uh, he was telling me how it worked, and I was like, "All right, David, you you do you, man." So that is kinda... salamanders.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of weird lists. Kelling's list was weird as weird as hell too.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get into those later. So, but all right, guys, So well, remember that if uh, wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode.
0: Game over, man. It's game over.